Welcome everyone, we're back again. This is Hashem, Feedback and Insight, share number 79. We're going to talk about um, the issue of sexual physical intimacy uh, between a couple, uh, obligation sex versus gifted sex, meaning that um, very often couples um, have the physical intimacy, the sexual experience out of a duty, out of a responsibility, and uh, those that simply are reluctant uh, to have sex uh, because they feel it's a chore, it's a burden, and um, and it creates issues um, between one another. Part of it is the high desire, low desire that we talked about, but we're going to go a little bit beyond that now. Uh, because what happens a lot is, is that there is hurt feelings and mixed feelings when it comes to um, sexual intimacy, um, when a couple views it as a duty, as an obligation only. Now, the truth is, Aina is a chiv, it is an obligation, um, but it is not meant to be an oil. It's not meant to be given begrudgingly um, just to keep the peace. You know, in other words, to say, okay, um, my husband needs it or my wife needs it so that they shouldn't get angry at me. I'm just going to do what I have to do and uh, let's just do it and, and move on as a bidyeved. Um Very often that attitude occurs a lot in many, many marriages and it's very wounding and it's very hurtful. It's rarely talked about, but when people do talk about it, it, it's it hurt, it's very hurtful, and the sad part is is that both the husband and wife, and it makes no difference which one is higher or lower desire. And the truth is, it depends on the, you know, a, a, in the same marriage, you could have someone married, people married for ten, twenty years, and it fluctuates where one at some in some tukufis one has a more interest than the other. And then it goes the other way. Uh, and it's very sad when both are missing out if you just view it as a pure obligation or duty instead of viewing it as a gift for the both of them. And that not that it's an obligation for the both of them only, not that it's an obligation for one and the other one looks at it as a gift, um, not that either one of them looks at it as in a begrudging way or, you know, you just grind your teeth and roll your eyes and just do what you got to do. But rather, the sexual aspect needs to be a priority, but not as a source of burden to either one of them, but as a source of simcha and joy and anticipation for both. And even when that anticipation is not there because of stresses and other factors, it could be worked on till they both get to a point where they are you know, try to connect that way. Um, but when uh, you just look at it as a pure obligation and nothing else, uh, the soul actually de- detaches from the body at, at a certain extent, and, and you resent it. And sad- sadly, it creates a deep disconnect uh, that both are missing out on. And it's important not to reach that point. And if there's... That point has reached, there needs to be 
a, a, a discussion and conversation to work through it till it becomes a mutual um, desired gift uh, that they want to give pleasure to one another and experience the pleasure. And sometimes it's a matter of communicating about things that you're not comfortable communicating, even if though you're married for a long time already. And um, very often this idea of you viewing sex as just an obligation, then even if it happens on occasion or even, you know, more than once a week, and even if there is orgasms and climaxes, it's still in a very disconnected state. Um, and um, they are detached from one another in many ways. But the, ha- the good news is that these habits can be broken and there are ways to re-engage emotionally um, to connect with one another. And, um, but the idea of just saying, okay, you know, I'll let you do it and we'll work, we'll make even a schedule twice a week, even three times a week, but we'll make it a schedule, but it's, it's those nights and that's it. And then the rest of the time, don't hound me, don't pursue me, leave me be. And, uh, I'll do what I need to do because I'm a good wife or I'm a good husband. And I know that's what you need. And this is part of what it is. And I accept it begrudgingly but i accept it this is reality so it's not like you're denying it and you're going through the system but you know it's not healthy it breeds resentment it closes off a real healing enjoyable sexual experience um and that we talked about many many times you could technically have a lower desire than your partner but if you make the effort to work with each other on that you could potentially even the one that has less desire initially to truly enjoy it. And they both could enjoy it tremendously. And it enhances not just the sexual aspects of their marriage, but the emotional and spiritual aspects of their marriage as well. And very often when a marriage is like this, it may take one of you to bring it up first, to bring up the topic and to talk about it and to make it a priority um, because th- th- there has to be a decision between the two of you to realize it's not just a chiv, it's not just an obligation. It's not like I'm punching punching a clock and doing a job. Uh, it's more than that, and it's more. It's 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 a mitzvah, but it's a mitzvah of of a of a joyous connection that's meant to be there. And if you lack it, you're missing out. And many people that are out there that are lacking it don't need to lack it. And of course, it's easy to get stuck into this pattern because we are under stress and from external sources, external sources, and we get into these type of habits. But we need to pull away from those Habits get unstuck and start engaging with each other emotionally on how to talk about it and to talk about these differences. And like we said in the past, although it's stereotypical that uh, people assume that it's the husband that always has that higher desire and interest to be sexual and the wife less so, in many, many marriages, it's the reverse 
And in many, many marriages, it fluctuates within the marriage itself that there are some tkufais where the husband is a lot more interested than the wife. And then there are other tkufais, other periods in the same marriage where the wife is more interested than the husband. It's a seesaw very often. And uh, very often you have where women have a very higher, high sexual desire and the men are detached and disinterested. So it's not always the stereotypical assumption that the husband is the one that's always the one that's running after it. But the idea is, is you don't, people don't get married in a matziv. To, to be in a matziv, that there should be confusion in this area or to have tug-of-wars in this area. And um, But as people confided in me and from what I have did research on from all different types of interviews with different people, both on, in the Jewish world and in the non-Jewish world, it is extremely, extremely common for pe- married people in good marriages that are married a long time and they're not planning on getting divorced or anything like that, but they have this issue uh, where there is that disconnect in the sexual realm. They have sex, and regularly sometimes, but it's lacking that um, warmth and that spiritual and emotional deep satisfaction and healing that comes with it because of the fact that they look at it already as an obligation. I just got to do my thing, and that's that. And to take action, to take action, to work together, to work together, to plan, to plan in the marriage, to go deeper on an emotional level with one another, to go deeper in an intimate level with one another, to listen to each other, to be more intentional when you're planning these things, when you're planning the sexual aspects and the emotional aspects, and to make the decision to talk it through and to explore the various options that are there as to why there's a difference in desire and how to go about it to get it into the, that there should be a common ground. Now, though often tension is good for marriage, there's certain healthy tension that is good in marriage. We talked about that in the past, that some aspects of tension between a husband and a wife by the fact that they have different personalities, is healthy. But when it comes to this area, though, the tension on the sexual aspects of being different from one another and not willing to talk about it or connect with one another, that's an unhealthy tension that gets buried beneath the surface. And um, it's a tension that does not create any healthy aspects to it. And it has to be discussed Sometimes it's stress, sometimes it's the kids, sometimes it's a busy schedule. Sometimes it's, it's physical health that could affect the sexuality of a, of a marriage. Or aging, you know, as you get older. And when these problems come up, whether due to health or due to aging, then they need to talk about it and pick up the phone, talk to a medical doctor or consult with people to get it to a point where they could still have a satisfactory sexual relationship with one another. And that's an important thing to make a priority. Very often in good marriages, great marriages even, 
they have sex with regular, regularly, you know, in a normal schedule, and um, and frequently. But there's a fluctuation and a variance of desire between the two of them. They'll acknowledge that. Where very often they're tkufais, where one is very interested and one isn't. And nevertheless, they work it through and they have that consistency, but it's not just like a routine, but it's something that they get themselves invested to create that spark. And that's very, very important to do. And... um so here is an example that I heard someone mention in one interview that was a very, very fin- uh, fascinating thing. If you recall, in an earlier feedback, we talked about how, again, it's a stereotypical thing. It doesn't always work this way. But but in some general way, when a, a, a man is more stressed, to relieve the stress, they want, need to increase they want to have sex more and they need it more to alleviate their stress. While by women, it's the reverse. Usually when they're under stress, they that's the last thing on their mind and they want to detach and be left alone. Again, it's not always this way, but in, in stereotypical ways, this happens often. So what was interesting was, a wife was relating this, that what happened was is that her husband was going through a very difficult time. His father was dying and it was just a matter of time. And in the last month before his death, as he was, you know, taking care of him and go visiting him in the hospital and working through all these things, he told her, he told his wife that, um, you know, my father's dying. He's very ill. I'm under a tremendous amount of stress. You'll need to know that I'm going to need to be with you sexually more. And she heard this and said okay you know she didn't know what to make of it and at at some point as they were talking he explained this to her that when there's a tenseness with him and stress and it's a build-up he needs more of this to alleviate that stress the wife said you know that if he wouldn't have told her that now again people make the assumption which we're not going to talk about now that when one of them is very interested sexually. That means they're animalistic. It's the furthest from the truth in most cases. So in this case, it's certainly not true. This is a normal thing in a trigger with some men where when they're very, very stressed, they need that outlet. But the wife said, interesting, the wife said if her husband wouldn't have told her this, if he wouldn't have told her this and explained this concept that with my father being ill, and uh, I'm all nervous and stressed out that I'll need to be more sexual, I would think that he's crazy. I would think the whole thing is crazy. But but because he explained it to her, and she understood it, it avoided a lot of misunderstanding. And then she realized and sensed that he really needed it. Not because he was an animalistic person, not because he was self-centered more in that month than any other month. It was the opposite was true. He was not self-centered. He was focusing on on his father and taking care of him, but he needed this outlet. She only understood this because he explained it to her in a, in a, in a normal way. So sometimes you have to have these conversations, even though it's not always comfortable to have them. 
And sometimes when you have a low or high desire, one of them, doesn't make a difference which one, and they need to commit to each other and decide, you know something? Sometimes when there is a sexual connection, it builds up with, from the morning, goes up with an affection, and then it, and it hits a point where they both want to be in, in it. And sometimes it just doesn't, simply doesn't work that way. It just simply doesn't, real life happens. But they both could decide, we're going to work on it. And sometimes I'm just going to be very um, open right now. A husband and wife, one of them is in the mood, the other one's not, but they know they need to connect this way. They have to make a decision. They'll get undressed, get naked, go in, in, in bed, and start doing what they normally would do and work through it to get each other in the mode. And then once they're in it, they'll, they'll both enjoy it uh, to a great degree. But sometimes they need to do that. You can't always wait for the feeling to happen. You can't always do nothing until you wait till something is felt, because you can can't lang warten, like they say in Yiddish. And sometimes you got to step in, both of both of you, mutually. Again, we're not talking about when you both decide this. Lower, whichever one's on the lower end of the desire, whichever one's the higher, whether it's the man this time, whether it's the woman this time, it doesn't make a difference. They both need to together make that decision. We're going to connect this way. We're going to connect sexually. Sometimes the connecting sexually requires an emotional connection and a spiritual connection. And and to realize, and this is one of the things also that many men need to realize, but but very often that that people need to understand sexual intimacy is not just sexual intercourse. Sexual intimacy is not just sexual intercourse. It's the foreplay beforehand, the after, the afterwards. It's it's not just the physical. It's the emotional. It's the whole package, and you work on it. So basically, the nakuda of this feedback is really two parts to it. But the key is that although aina is a chiv and it's an obligation, and people schedule, and we talked about it is healthy to schedule. Um, sexual, um, you know, uh, activity, because otherwise it will be very, very infrequent, especially when there is a lot of stresses and busy lives. But with that, it's not to be looked at just as an obligation. It needs to be looked at as a gift, as a matana for the both of them. And it is a matana for the one that is not Whichever one, male or female, husband or wife, and whichever tkufa it is, it's a gift to even the one who is less desirous of it than the his or her spouse who desires it more. For both of them, it's a gift. And for both of them, it needs to be an effort towards each other to connect with one another, to avoid this tug-of-war of the high-low desire, to avoid that tension, to avoid that, um, I'm just doing this out of obligation, just to yaitzizan, because I have no choice. But realize that if the effort is put in and then the emotional connection is put in and the sexual realm could also be much more enjoyable and they need to work out that difference with one another and they need to listen to each other about it. They need to plan these things and make it intentional. 
they make it intentional if they see that it is going as a as a just a habit or a, 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 a by rote they need to together plan to make the sexual intimate aspect of their life as a priority in a sense with with not to feel pressured but at, but just to mutually work with each other to enjoy it as much as possible and to to enjoy the experience as much as possible just the, not just i don't just mean in the physical sense but in the emotional spiritual sense as well have a wonderful day